Welcome to Brain Power with Dr. Laurel Mellon. Our program will show you how EBT, or emotional brain training, unlocks the power of your brain to connect to your inherent strength, goodness, and wisdom, and enhance your health, happiness, and purpose. Now, here's your host, Dr. Laurel Mellon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Brain Power Real People, Real Solutions on Voice America Radio. I'm Dr. Laurel Mellon, your host, and I am so happy to be here with you. Mainly, I was listening to the introduction, and we were talking about empowerment. And I want you to know that when your brain is in a state of connection, that is your power. Your power is to connect so deeply inside that your brain the top down and the bottom up functioning are working great and then also your brain and body are connected and your whole physiology your chemistry that's bathing every cell of your body is at its best and that's what's needed for what we're going to talk about today which is intimacy now that sweetness of intimacy we all need we're just big mammals you know we're just big love bugs and when we're in that state of intimate connection it really requires the brain to be in that state of well-being but also that emotional connection and that's where sexual sensual pleasure comes loving connection emotional connection and also having fun with the other person you have a few belly laughs having it be real and alive and not sort of drained and with COVID-19 this is a really huge amount of stress going into your brain and the idea is we can serve levels of stress in the brain one is optimal that state of connection and then it starts disconnecting and going extreme as you move down into more and more stress all the way to five, brain state five, which is stress overload. Now, it's normal to be in all five brain states in any given day. You can even dip down into five and actually get kind of a refresh of the circuits in your brain so you see the world differently. But you need to, after that refresh, you need to come right back up to one and lock it in, and that's good stress. The deleterious stress for intimacy, health, weight, addictions, depression, anxiety is when you get down to five and you have no idea how to climb back up to a state of one. EBT gives you not only the concept that you can move out of a stress state up really quickly, typically in about four minutes, because you're using the emotional channels in the brain, not the, the slow, clunky, thinky channels, channels or relaxation channels, but that you actually do it. So you've got more intimacy in your life. And so what I want you to know is that if, if you have been struggling and feeling kind of logy and kind of, you know, like, oh, gosh, it's all so hard, understand you do have power and it's brain power. It's emotional brain training. So definitely go to EBT, emotional brain training, EBT.org and look at all the options for, the, for groups, for intensives, for whatever. But today what we're having is a very special program, wonderful guest who you've heard from before. His program was so highly rated that we went ahead and invited him back uh, to talk a bit more about some of his views. His name is Bill Morey. He is a therapist. He is a leader in emotional brain training. And our topic today is building intimacy in relationships. We have a couple callers, I think, already, but please do call in if you like. But the main thing is what I want you to do is say, when you look at your partner or your spouse or even a relative and you say, 
oh God, you know, I just feel so angry at them and I can't stand them. And why did I ever get involved with them anyway? It's really just your reptilian brain speaking. That's what you're giving voice to your, your reptilian brain, which is normal to do. And so laugh it off a little bit and say, gosh, I sound so judgmental. You know, what's wrong with me anyway, you know, and what's wrong with them, really? And then use the tools, spiral up, and all of a sudden, this person looks like, oh, they're so wonderful. So we're going to learn more about how to use these tools with confidence and to know that when intimacy is going south, it's typically about stress one way or the other. And that's why we're here. We're here to help you have more love and more power in your life right now, even during this time of COVID. And it gives me great pleasure to introduce our guests. Again, our topic today is building intimacy in relationships with EBT, with the power of the brain. And our guest is EBT leader, Bill Morey. He uh, is now someone who has been in EBT for some years. He has a, a degree in marriage and family therapy from um, the University of Alabama in Birmingham. He's helped guide countless couples and individuals and families toward a life of greater happiness and improved health. He is a licensed professional counselor and marriage and family therapist. And he is here with us today. And I want to mention that Bill is really a fantastic uh, role model and example for someone who's a great therapist and decides that he is going to also be an EBT provider so that his, his uh, clients can get out of the stress ditch and go faster forward and have the trajectory of their change be better with the therapy when they have EBT as their base. So uh, we are now opening new avenues for becoming certified as a provider. If you're a therapist, if you're a counselor, if you're a physician, if you're a coach, if you're an educator, there's options for everyone, even first responders. So definitely go to our website and check out Becoming EBT Certified so you can do that for your clients and patients. But I'm just going to open it up and welcome Bill to our session. Thank you so much for being here, Bill. Hey, Laurel. It's so, so nice to be <laughs> back uh, on this program and to hear your voice again. You know, the power of the voice, you know, the, the voice reflects your brain state and your set point. You know, isn't that funny? You, here you go on uh, uh, talking to people, whether it's a client or whether it's a, uh, a customer or whether it's your, your great aunt, and you're on the phone and you really think that you've got protection. They can't see that you have messy hair or that you're this or that or whatever, but you hear everything through the voice because it goes right to the emotional brain. So I take that as a great compliment and back at you. I love being with you. So tell me a little bit more about why you chose this topic today and, and help us understand more how to build that intimacy and, and anyway, and just catch us up. What's happening for you in your life? Anything you'd like to share? I'd love to hear. Well, the first thing is that, uh, as you mentioned, I am a, mar a marriage and family therapist. And to be honest, I don't know how I got along as one prior to learning EBT because I was a marriage and family therapist 20 years before uh, I kind of stumbled into EBT. Uh, bought, bought one of your books way, way back called uh, Wired for Joy. Um, and at that point, after I read that book, I was like, uh, this is not what I've been taught in school. Um, and as soon as I started getting involved and in learning the tools myself and seeing my own <clears throat> capabilities and skills 
for intimacy go up, I, of course, started sharing that with clients uh, immediately and have ever since. So I really, like I say, I, I don't know how I got along without it. I can't imagine my practice without uh, helping people know how to practice these tools and particularly how to get to brain state one because that is the brain state of intimacy. And without being able, like EBT teaches, how to get there quickly and effectively, it's really a slow ride towards intimacy, I think. Yeah. Well, that that really points out as well the idea that essentially we have circuits in our brain that were typically encoded early in life, our attachment circuits, how we learned on an unconscious level what relationships are all about. And if we had a lot of stress or were raised by someone that had uh, circuits in their brain of disconnect or not being able to stay securely connected, but instead distancing and merging, we're going to download those circuits into our brain. And we can get by with those circuits, you know, going to work and being productive, and we can get by with them, you know, playing sports or, you know, taking out the trash. But what happens in intimate relationships is those circuits come up. And that's good uh, because when those circuits come up in those relationships, only when they're activated can we rewire them. So what I'm curious about in your practice of EBT and your psychotherapy practice is that now that COVID is here, do you find that more couples are having good stress? In other words, activations of strong circuits that would normally have them distance and merge and blame the other person or just go eat more, drink more, spend more, or just go uh, some way to deal with, use tech or some way to distract themselves that are actually saying, oh, good, this is stress. This is a moment of opportunity. I'm going to rewire those circuits because there's so much stress that were encoded early in life, and I'm going to have freedom from them so I can have a cleaner, more loving, more honest connection to myself and others. Are you finding people actually coming forward and using EBT more because of this stress and seeing that as an opportunity? Well, a couple of things on that. Uh, newer clients that are coming in, partially because of that stress of spending much more time together and as a result, uh, circuits coming up, uh, are coming in and beginning to learn the tools. Uh, but the clients that I've had already and have been learning the tools for a while what I've been seeing is that they are taking advantage more than before because the, the forced uh, time together, you might say, does create, just like you're saying, the opportunity to see these circuits more, more vividly and more often than when they went off to work and they had more time apart when they're, when they're, when they're together a lot more than before working from home, et cetera, et cetera. Then the opportunity really arises and, and the fact that they, that my longer standing clients and the ones that have been seeing me for a while already have the basics, you know, how to, how to use the five tools, how to get to one and, uh, uh, and how to go after a circuit. Then those clients are much more in position to notice the opportunity of more circuits coming up because of the quarantine. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stress is good for you. Just if you're new to EBT if uh, on this program, I'm going to give you just a little sketch so you can actually do a brain map for yourself and really see exactly, you know, where do I lie with this? The first thing is that the circuits that block us from intimacy are called survival circuits. 
uh, all of us have survival drives. And those survival drives, let's say to run away from a tiger, is are easily corrupted. So if I, Laurel and Melon, am in the middle of, let's say, a full-blown stress response, I'm really stressed about, it could even be work. But what happens is I end up um, uh, getting hurt in a relationship. I get, my, I get upset. I get offended. I get feeling rejected. I might find that I'm going to distance from that person, and I'm going to actually get as far away from that person as possible. That's called a distancing circuit. I'm going to judge them. I'm going to, uh, yeah, it's all their fault. Why don't they change? If, in fact, instead I go forward and try to rescue them or please them and essentially lose myself in them, that's a merge circuit. So when I lose myself in another person in stress, it's a merge circuit. When I disengage, that's a distancing circuit. And these are the two major forces that get in the way of our love, our ability to stay separate but close. So there's a merge circuit and a distancing circuit. Frankly speaking, most of us have both of them. And in EBT, instead of trying to analyze what's wrong with your partner or what's wrong with you or whatever, what you do is you clear these circuits, you rewire them so that essentially it's easier to get to one where you will be able to be separate but close and intimate. And instead of analyzing everything all the time, you use emotional tools to scoot past it and rewire it. You know, that's just a beginning on this, Bill. I'm sure you have a lot of things to add because you do so much couples work and family work with EBT. Maybe you could explain it from your perspective or give an example. Well, I'll, I'll compliment what you, what you were talking about with circuits. Even, even with just uh, environmental stress, uh, circuits aside for a moment, which of course is, is you know, the, the, the main course for, uh, with EBT, but let's just say it's just environmental stress. I love looking at it from the perspective that each of these brain states themselves, uh, for instance, brain state five, you're going to merge in distance, even if you don't have a circuit of emerging and distancing. If you're in brain state five because of external stress for those moments, it's going to be very easy to merge your distance. Brain state four, you're still going to be, uh, you know, you're still very stressed at brain state four. You're going to be needy or distant, not quite totally merged and, 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 and distant, but you're going to be a little more needy and, and still, uh, not in the relationship per se. Uh, and then, Brain state three is more social, but it's fairly superficial, and so you're not really feeling connected. Brain state two is companionable, so you're a good buddy with whoever you're with, but not until brain state one do we really begin to uh, 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 allow the brain to practice a lot like you put it, Laurel. We're just big love bugs. What our brain is really, I think, made for, to really connect deeply with ourselves and with someone else. So I like to look at it from a brain state perspective like that as well. Great. And let me just just build on what you just said so our listeners can kind of get a picture. What I want you to think about is that uh, chronic stress, like being hanging out at four or five from situational stress, is enough to make you merge in distance. Also, you can have a wire in your brain from the past that made a really strong reactive drive to merge your distance. So let's look at them. Chronic stress versus being reactive and say, oh, I'm just out of here, or, oh, I've just got to save you. That's a more of a reactive stress 
response, the chronic stress is, is you're just overwhelmed. Let's say you're overwhelmed from a history of having a lot of stress early on or later. You're overwhelmed from, from COVID and you're locked into that five state. You're going to be merging and distancing. Most participants use the tools two ways. They get right out of that stress overload at five. And just by using the app, the mobile app, which is brain-based health by EBT. You get it through our website at ebt.org and they can just snap out of it. And then if they notice it's hard to snap out of, they're going to say, okay, okay, I'm also going to use the same tool in a more intensive way and I'm going to really knock out that strong reactive desire to merge or distance. So both usually are operative. They both help each other so that it's easier to stay in that state of connection. So, you know, that you, you do it both ways and whatever it takes, you get to one. You know, last time we were together, uh, Bill, one of the things I love that you talked about is, I mean, it was actually chilling to me. I actually could feel it in my chest and that sense of in my neck even, you know, you're always with EBT, you're checking your body because that's where you know what's going on with your emotional brain, is when you said that even brain state two, which is, you know, if you're hanging out at brain state two, you feel like, oh, yeah, I'm, I feel pretty good, you know. But intimacy is so sensitive to stress. And that's, you know, the, the emotional connection, the sexual desire, the, uh, the loving companionship, the laughter, that you really need to be at one. And I think what you said is that brain state two was more like functional or transactional. Could you talk about even mm-hmm. if you're feeling pretty good, you may not be able to get to that loving connection state unless you you get up to that one state, in other words. Can you talk about two and where you're just sort of hanging out, it's sort of a mediocre state and how that is kind of like just functional but not intimate? Maybe you could clarify that a little bit. Well, I think one of the things that comes to my mind, even even, uh, being companionable or or transactional at Brain State 2, is that you're not really fully authentic. Um, So... Authenticity is one of one of one of my favorite eudonic rewards out of the seven, uh, and uh, at that companionate level or at the brain state two level, you feel okay. But settling for that, you 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 don't know what you're missing in terms of moving towards uh, uh, a greater sense of being seen and being able to see another person, and yeah. because that's uh, as I've heard you say, that's such a huge reward for the brain. It feels so good. We, we may feel a little comfortable in two because we're used to it. And it's such a normal state to be in the companionable. I've had this discussion with uh, another friend of mine who, who stays at two a lot, and, uh, and I've been talking to him about EBT, and he actually got his uh, uh, daughter into a, a, group of, a group of mine, but, but he hasn't done that much with it because his argument is, well, I'm at two all the time. I feel pretty good. So I've gotten some good debate points with him about, just like we're talking here, why not go ahead and go the rest of the way? Because the companion, the companionable system, you feel okay, but you're missing authenticity. You're missing the ability to connect deeply inside yourself into another that feels, once your brain begins to get used to that, it feels so much better than any of the others. <clears throat> but I think part of the Difficulty here is, is that our brain is just not used to it that much. So intimacy can be a little bit of an unfamiliar place. Don't you agree? 
Absolutely. The brain likes to be as stressed as it's been before. So let's say COVID comes and maybe your set point was three where you were, you know, a little stressed and then all of a sudden, bam, there's so much overload in your brain that you're down to five. And the longer you let your brain stay at a set point five, the more it will become the brain's habit. The reptile will fight you to get it out. It wants to stay as stressed out as you were before. And it even tries to convince you that feeling stress overloaded and addicted, everybody does it. Why shouldn't I do it? And this feels safe. And it, it, they even begin, the brain begins to tell you that being stress overloaded is the new joy because it's familiar. And that's what's sad is one of the things I, I got to fess up to, which is that I'm I think I'm one of the laziest people around and, you know, I don't like to clean out the dishwasher. And fortunately I have a husband who likes to clean out the dishwasher and, you know, I am lazy in my own way. And one of the things I'm sensitive about because I'm, you know, I have three children that are grown. I love my career. I am getting older. I need to be able to make any magic that I can make now and not hold off and wait is I'm very careful with my time. And if, if I thought that I had to take hours and hours to get from two to one, I would say, I think I'll settle for two. <laughs> you know, I think companionable is okay, you know. And one of the things, if, if you're new to EBT and you're listening to this, I want you to know that because we're using the emotional pathways, this is the only program we invented these pathways. They weren't invented essentially through our genes, but we were very, very fortunate and persistent and science-based, and we found a way to sort of put in a bottle or in a tool, so to speak, a tool so we could replicate that quick processing from stress and disconnection to joy and connection, and it only takes a few minutes. I think everyone has four minutes. They don't have four hours. So when you're thinking about these trade-offs of what you want in your life, give EBT a try. Get the app. (laughs) Go to the website and say, oh, my gosh. Why doesn't everyone know about this? But to me, part of it is the efficiency because I don't have all this time to go and sit someplace and calm myself down for 30 minutes or or an hour. I really need to get to that state of connection faster. And I wonder if that factors into some of the comments you see from your EBT uh, participants and your clients in your psychotherapy practice the actual ability of EBT to get results quickly? Well, I'll, I'll give you an example. <laughs> this happened last time. I'll give you an example from an hour ago or maybe two hours ago. I can't remember. I was seeing a client, and she is uh, – uh, I'd, seen, I'd seen her a few times in the past, but she's gotten into stress and mostly relational stress uh, uh, again. She didn't uh, – she didn't do much EBT before anyway, and I didn't do much coaching before. To, part of it's on me in that direction. But she came back, and this is only her second session back after, I think, a year or two of me not seeing her. And she came in today, and this is the second time I've seen her since she's been back, and she was just uh, uh, a brain state five or four. She, she couldn't remember the tools very well, so I offered to uh, take her through, you know, got her out of five, did the five tool, got, uh, she went to four, and then we did uh, um, feel positive. It's one of the four tools. And she had never done this before, and I coached her through it, and she was amazed at the end because she sprawled up to one. She sprawled up to, to one. And with the 
be positive to her. We weren't really looking for a reasonable expectation. We were practicing this one first, but she was amazed at the end uh, when I gave her a community connection and we just talked a moment. What she learned, what she said that she learned was it was just amazing that she could move from four to one that quickly. She felt like she was going to be stuck there maybe for days because Mm -hmm. she was so distraught about what was going on in her relationship. So uh, I, I can't get more more uh, uh, close to the action than that. That was just two hours yeah, ago. Yeah, right, right close to the action. Well, you know what's funny is is we we have an uh, an intensive going, two intensives going right now. The thirty day where you come in for just thirty minutes and you really get a reset in your brain by telephone with five other people, and we were having so much fun in the group, and people were talking about. Uh, sharing moments of joy and spiraling up. And uh, someone was pretty new. One member was really new to EBT. And I cautioned her. I said, you know, your reptilian brain isn't going to quite believe this because it's not experienced that spiral up before. And so I want you to slow it down. You don't want to give yourself too much joy because you're going to scare the reptilian brain, that lizard brain. And so the overriding message with EBT is trust your body, trust yourself, use the skills, understand that the reptile is going to be a little scared when you can feel that good, and just allow yourself to enjoy changing the brain at the pace that's absolutely right for you, and not faster, not slower. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's almost scary to think that you've lived your whole life and don't understand that on the day you were born, you had this amazing emotional brain that no one told us about. And that you now have tools so you can work with it and you can make some magic with it. You know, I'm, uh, I don't know if you know this, Bill, but I'm still working on this book that we're about to put out. It's called The The Stress Vaccine. And I'm really excited about it because it actually teaches that tool that you taught your, your, uh, participant, your client, the be positive tool, and it teaches it in a really, really easy way. And what I'm trying to put into the book is really to help people understand that it's absolutely unfathomable that the most important body part any of us has is our emotional brain. That's the storehouse of all our memories, all our experiences of wisdom of how to respond to life in an effective way. And we have never been told that we had one or that, in fact, it doesn't belong to a therapist. It doesn't belong to a psychiatrist. It doesn't belong to a doctor. It actually belongs to us. And we can collaborate with our health professionals in using it. But the fact is that we actually are in charge and we can learn the tools to use that brain in a way that brings out the best in us. So it's really a new world, Bill. It really is. People didn't know they had an emotional brain. And and when and when they figure out how to how to uh, uh, impact it and change it with these tools, it, it is an amazing learning experience for them. With, with that same client today, after we finished that, uh, I had been looking at Kit Five and I looked at the in- intimacy connection using the flow tool for intimacy connection, and so we did that. And she, it was funny because she was she had gotten to one, and I said, "Well, to practice this, you're going to have to go back down to three. and so am I. And she went <laughs> with it because there's always something to get us stressed, and she was able to do that. And we practiced the the, the flow tool to get you know I did I did one, and then she, and then she did the flow tool, and uh, I gave that to her for homework to find other people that she could practice that intimacy connection tool, which is practicing the flow tool 
but with somebody else. You do it once and then the other person does it once. Yeah. So that, that is a great technique. We should talk about that when we come back from our break, because essentially uh, when you are just you know, worrying about your partner, don't know what's going on, and all you, you, you both use these tools, all of a sudden you, have, you peer into their inner life. But let's take a brief break. I know that Kay in California is on the line when we come back. So, so to, again, what we're going to do here is we're going to take a nice deep breath and appreciate that we're learning amazing tools based on the emotional brain to create more intimacy and connection in our lives. To follow along in the next half hour, just go to EBT, ebt.org. You can try out the tools. You can get the download of the app. You can get involved in our groups. Again, you're listening to Brain Power, Real People, Real Solutions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Thank you so much for listening. After the break, we're going to come back and we're going to hear more about how to really deeply connect with someone you love. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening to Brain Power. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Your emotional brain is amazing. Join the brain-based health movement by becoming a Brain Power member. Check out our fabulous memberships, concierge coaching, telephone groups, online learning, and our fabulous 30-day intensives. Go to ebt.org and use the coupon code BRAINPOWER for a 20% discount. Join today. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Discover the latest tools of brain power with EBT in our new book, What's My Number? One simple question that unlocks your brain's power for health, happiness, and purpose by Dr. Laurel Mellon. The tools are life-changing. Go to Amazon and order What's My Number by Dr. Laurel Mellon for yourself and for every stressed person you know. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Brain Power with Dr. Laurel Mellon. To reach the program today, you may call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to laurel at ebt.org. Now, back to Brain Power. Here again is Dr. Laurel Mellon. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. This is Dr. Laurel Mellon. I'm so happy you're here and that you're listening to Brain Power, Real People, Real Solutions on Voice America Empowerment Channel. We love your feedback. So please email me, laurel at ebt.org. That's any question you have, topics you'd like to have covered, and also that uh, you, if you're a health professional or a first responder, you want certification in EBT so you know how to quickly get 
another person out of stress and into a safety zone of connection, or even use it as neuroscience-based psychotherapy, definitely email me and I'll show you exactly how to find out about it. So please stay in touch. Your opinion really matters to us. And you're the reason that we're doing this. Because in this world of stress overload, the difference between being highly effective and being your best self and helping our nation and our planet go forward in the way that we can repair and we can have a better future is that if our population is at brain state one, it's our brain power that's going to make the difference. So thanks for being part of this community. And again, uh, we are here with building intimacy in relationships with EBT. And I'm so thrilled to have Bill Morey, who is a psychotherapist. He is a counselor in uh, in his area in Texas. And the actual town you're in is what, Bill? What is your actual town? I, pr- I practice in the Sherman-Denison area. It's north of Dallas. Beautiful, right? North of Dallas. There's a lot of COVID around there. He has been a leader in EBT for some time with, with interest uh, in uh, in relationships. Also, we have had a tremendous number of men come into EBT. It used to be that it was 10 or 20% men and then 80% women, and now there's more men coming in than women. And when we look at it, what men are saying is, number one, they're depressed and they really want tools to get out of that ditch. Uh, they also want more intimacy in their lives. I think that there was a time when men said, well, you know, uh, you know, it's okay. <laughs> I'm happy with what I've got. And they're sensing that that deeper level of connection to their spouse or partner or adult children is going to make a tremendous uh, difference in the quality of their lives. And they're also, you know, men tend to be more apt to have belly fat. And belly fat means that fat that's it's central to your body that's, that increases your health risk. And those health risks also impact the concerns about immune system and also the comorbidities that make COVID more serious. So people are getting really serious about their belly fat, about their stress eating, and it's, it's showing up in EBT as so many men coming in. So I'm really happy that you're here because you have a male voice and bring, bring – um, bring uh, maleness, you know that 50% of genes are gender related. So even if we have an egalitarian society, there are differences between men and women. And I think that's why we want diversity in gender in our ABT leaders. So thank you for being um, one of those leaders, Bill. And, and Bill, anything else you'd like to add before we invite Kay to come on? No, I'm I'm glad that uh, I am a man and an EBT leader. I find that in doing uh, a lot of couple work, men get it very quickly. Once 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 they see how it works, the, the, they they love EBT. That's been my experience all along, from a clinical perspective, just just doing my outpatient practice. Yeah, yeah, I do too. And they just say, "Okay, this is the task. I'm going to get to one. Here's my app. Here's how I do it." Oh, actually, that works. I like winning. I like things going well. So I'm going to thank you for that. And I'm good. men like to win. That's what my husband says to me. Laurel, don't write another book called Wired for Joy or the the uh, stress vaccine or the addiction vaccine. Write uh, write one called Wired to Win because men like to win. So I said, well, why don't you write that one, sweetheart? So I'm going to welcome Kay from California. Kay, thank you so much for being here. Hi. I'm glad Hello. to be here. 
Well, I, I, I love it that you're here. And, you know, we're talking about relationships and COVID and whether it's kids. You know, we actually uh, had a, a, a write-in, an email, and you might even want to comment on it, uh, Kay, because you're uh, a mother, I believe. And mm-hmm, I have a mm-hmm. note here before we get going on relationships with partners or spouses, but also kids, is we have a, a note that says, my heart is breaking for the three- to five-year-olds who are being forced to override their natural tendency to hug each other children and the long-term effects on relationships, this is really frightening. So how can parents, teachers substitute a healthy expression of connection for kids at this time? How can kids be close? Uh, they have that natural tendency, with, but with COVID and all these rules, um, it's, it's really hard on everybody. How is that for you as a mother, seeing the, the kids not not being able to connect in the same way, Kay? Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, I my kids are older now. I have a 16-year-old. We had a sweet 16 uh, in quarantine birthday just a, a month or two ago, and my son turned 13. And I would say that even, even uh, at that age, they still want to hang out with their friends and hug and wrestle if you're a 13 year old boy or you know (laughs) huddle over your phone together as 16 year old girls and oh my goodness it it is hard to see them not be able to you know do what what is so developmentally the right thing for them to be doing these days so um yeah there's um it's been it's been quite a struggle um in our house there's just so much more togetherness than there ever was before. <laughs> so um, that's been a real challenge some days of uh, how do we all get along and not drive each other absolutely crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and we don't know how long it's going to go on either. You know, we don't know how long mm-hmm. it's going to go on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Bill, you might want to comment on what Kay said. Yeah, I think I think that that need to connect is is always there, and uh, with, with our with our children, uh, I I think as EBT shows the the voice is very powerful. If you, if you can get to one, I really believe you can hold, in a sense, metaphorically speaking, hold somebody with your voice and with facial expressions and and uh, uh, you know uh, how you how you hold your body when you're in brain state one. So I think those are all ways to hold people if you can't touch. That's interesting. And, and so I've what you're noticing. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Please. <laughs> oh, what I was going to say was what I've been noticing is how useful EBT is for me as a mom these days, because, um, you know, I need to be on my best, uh, highest brain state that I can achieve for the day in order to be able to, you know, um, set the tone for the home um, and the family. Everyone, you know, we're all so close and connected right now that, like, the brain states of each other really, I see, bleed into one another and how important it is that um, me being able to use the tools and spiral up has just been so important for my whole family. Like, it really, I can see the difference um, when I feel connected to my inner sanctuary is huge uh, and, and the effect of my husband, my children, everybody around me. It, it's, and that's been such a gift to me, f- this work, to be able to, to do that and see how it affects everyone that I love around me. 
That's beautiful. And Bill, you were you wanted to focus on one particular EBT tool that might, maybe uh, Kay might be interested in, that one, two, three tool. Is that something that you'd sure. like to share a bit about? Love to, love to. As I, as I was preparing for the radio show, I started digging in the intimacy kit and uh, I found the one, two, three connect tool. And uh, it's it's an intimacy tool, and I just you know I've forgotten what a treasure this is, uh, and it's pretty simple, you know. Step one, one two three, connect. Uh, step one is to get to one. So, kind of like Kay was talking about, uh, uh, finding sanctuary, whatever whatever you do, working tools, getting to one. That's the first thing. That's number one. Two though, which is connecting not only with yourself but with another person. And this is crucial to this step, and it's uh, using your brain state one to become curious about the other person. It's really hard to have natural curiosity unless you're unless you're in one. Being open to where they are because they might not be in one. Being aware of of where they are, sort of noticing their own their brain states, the other person, and being loving. So I made up a, a, a an acronym for it, a Cole. And, you know, it takes uh, the old folk uh, uh, stories, it takes coal to make diamonds. So you can make diamonds uh, of intimacy by using coal. Getting to one, I sort of reverse engineer it, getting to one and being curious about the other person, being open to what you're noticing about them, Not ju- no judgment. Uh, you can do that in one, be aware and then be loving. So that's the connect part. That's, no, that's, uh, that's number two. And then three, after you do that, I've been practicing a lot lately because I was getting for getting ready for this talk, and it's fun to do. Collect the joy point. Just feel mm-hmm. it in your body. And the other person may not even know that you're doing that or probably wouldn't know if you're practicing one, two, three, connect. So it's a lot of, a lot of fun to do. It's a great use of one, and, and, and you're practicing an, an intimacy skill that I think is great. So I wanted to share that. Thank you for letting me. I love that. And why don't we all do it? Why doesn't everyone who's listening do it? And I'm going to show you a technique we use in emotional brain training where you bring up an image. And when you bring up an image, you're actually bringing up a circuit. And when you bring up a circuit and it's alive within you, you can imagine things and they actually change your circuits. This is one of the techniques that we use. And so what I'd like is maybe you could do this, Kay, and at the same time, if you're listening to this, why not benefit? I'd like you to bring to mind, Kay, and then maybe afterwards you can tell us what you imagined. Uh, The first thing I'd like you to do is bring bring up a... um, an incident recently when it was really hard to connect and maybe use your, your husband, but it could be one of your children, but bring up a a specific image of a time when you wanted to connect, but it just wasn't that easy. So first select some difficult time and then tell us a little bit about what you chose and then we'll do the activity. Um, So I I have to bring it up because I was, it just was happening right before I was calling you. (laughs) Um, I was arguing with my kids about just doing their chores and wouldn't you please just do the chores that you need to do um, without me having to yell at you and remind you constantly. (laughs) So, (laughs) (laughs) Great. So, so, okay. So we're going to, what we're going to do is we're going to do a replay and we're going to, I want you to imagine yourself just before you begin to speak to them about doing their chores 
Is there is there one of the two that you would like to focus on? It's easier to focus on one person, uh, either your daughter um, or your son, whichever is more yeah, challenging. Okay, my, sure. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter. I'll go with my daughter. A <laughs> daughter. Okay, so it's you and your daughter. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's just before that you were about to say something, and instead you thought, oh, oh, this is cool, or this is cold. I can do EBT, and maybe this will go a little bit better. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And so you say, you're going to take a moment. And you're going to connect with yourself. Now, you know the tools. And after a while, the tools become mm-hmm. automatic. So I want you to essentially take a nice deep breath. Turn your attention to your body and your breathing. And connect so deeply within that you find yourself spiraling up to one. See if you can do that. Until you really feel connected and loving. Curious. Open. Aware. And loving. Coal. That's how you make diamonds. Mm-hmm. Tell me when you're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turn, turn, your attention, turn your attention to your daughter. And you've got all that love inside. And you know your first most effective strategy is to emotionally connect. And so what I want you to do is I want you to gaze across at her. It only takes about 10 seconds and share that curiosity, openness, awareness, and, and loving connection with her. Feel it in your body. Tell me when you've got it. Mm-hmm. Then imagine how you would use, as Bill was saying, your body language, your vocal tone, your words to convey something important to her. Maybe it was her chores. But see how it would be different because you were using one, two, three, connect. Yeah, that would be totally different. <laughs> and that, wait a minute, then no matter how it went, because. Uh, <laughs> EBT is about non-judgment and total love, is give yourself a joy point. Give yourself a surge of joy in your body. Mm. Just an activation Mm -hmm. of just feel good in your body. Really focus on it because that joy locks in the – that joy is associated with dopamine, and dopamine locks in that one, two, three, connect pattern, so it becomes more and more automatic. Okay, so how was that for you? How was it different with using one, two, three, connect? Um, you know, I, I think what I see is that, you know, honestly, the situation was she was on the couch on her phone instead of doing what I wanted her to do. And really what I wanted her to do was join in with me in what I was doing and have that connection with her. And instead I had yelled at her, like, do your chores. <laughs> you know what I mean? When really what I wanted was for us to do something together, um, so I, I, I see that that's actually what I was wanting in that situation instead. Um, so, and yeah, it, it definitely, if I had approached it differently and just sort of tried to connect with her on what she was doing, I think um, I, when I did that in that visualization, I felt that connection and joy between us. Beautiful. Yeah. And do you, yeah. and what do you what do you think the the role of 
of group support is and emotional support and making this transition from the old way we used to think about stress to a brain base to really understanding your emotional brain and using it well. The, being in part of a group and having connections, mm. how does that affect you? And Oh, gosh. You know, the group, um, I have to say at first, I was so hesitant for, to, to be part of a group. Like, I just felt awkward and and oh, it was it was um, everything inside of me was prickling. Uh, no, <laughs> um, and now oh my gosh, when I hear other people do their do their own work, it connects to me, and I learn so much. And they use different words or techniques in a slightly different way that I haven't heard or thought about, and opens up new. Um, new ideas and ways to think about EBT and your emotional life. I, I get so much out of hearing other people's work. I, it's been an amazing uh, journey for me to, to be a part of a group and really connect um, with other people and feel how we're so, there's so much common everybody's going through so much of the same things and you think you're all by yourself and you're really not. And it just, wow, it's been really powerful to, well, to hear other people. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you something. I feel the same way about groups. Actually, I facilitate them and I absolutely love facilitating them and I, I have a wonderful time, but you know, I'm a shy person, you know, and uh, maybe I don't sound it, but I really am. I love my <laughs> privacy. Um, I don't want to have to fix my hair if, and go to a group on a Zoom, or I don't want to have to drive to some showing up someplace. And so when we developed this platform for EBT, the EBT community, we really took into account these sensitivities that essentially no one sees your face ever. Um, people hear your voice. You can not even use your own picture. And yet you get so close to people because the vocal tone really reflects who you are. And so there's a huge amount of closeness. But to me, it's, it's that I can go and pick up the phone and know that I can say some things when I'm using a cycle that are really, really nasty because I'm at five. And everyone in the room knows that anyone that is five, they're owned for that moment by the reptile. So I can say that I hate my husband and I can't stand that I have to deal with this. And I can get all of this, this cortisol-induced uh, negativity out of my body. Instead of suppressing it, I'm expressing it. I can do that in my own head, too, without even saying some words. But there's something to being in a room where you can choose to be quiet, but you can also choose to do some of this work and feel heard and understood and yet very safe because I will never run into these people because I don't even know what they look like. They could live next door to me and I wouldn't even know the difference. And so I think that at one point we were thinking of doing uh, videos and all, it just failed because people want the privacy. They want to be able to pick up the phone. So we are uh, really clear on that. And you, you have groups, Bill, you might want to talk about that privacy and that, that, that loving connection in the groups and the power of that to have that going on in your life. Oh my, oh my gosh. When, after I fin personally, after I finished an EBT uh, group, as, uh, even as the provider, it is, I feel the best that I feel for the whole week, just about. I mean, I really do. My, my wife will see me and she'll go, what happened to you? You look, you look different than when you started that group. And it really is because of the intimacy 
that is uh, uh, produced through the practice with other people, the, the emotional resonance in mm-hmm. EBT groups. That's yeah. part of the uh, part of the practice being in yeah. that group. And so, uh, yeah, one of the best we're talking about building intimacy. One of the best ways to build intimacy is to get in an EBT group because the skills are going to come online there just by the practice weekly and then doing the community connections during the week with with people in the group. So. Oh, it's um, it's unbe- it's unbelievably helpful for establishing uh, intimacy skills. Yes, it's happening right in in the real real time in a safe way. So we're going to be closing shortly in about three minutes, and I want to first go to Kay and thank you so much for being here. And Kay, because you have intimacy going on in your work life and you're with your children and with your husband, mm-hmm. anything you'd like to add for for our listeners uh, as to uh, what helps you or what's important to you in creating that intimacy? Anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, I would I would say that I um, find myself connecting to myself and then being able to reach out to my husband or to my children. And that creates this really beautiful, loving relationship um, that I have um, been able to cherish these very much these last few months as we've been together more and more than normal and be able to get along and and have um have these um memories together of of this time be some positive ones between us and that's been really important to me so I, i really value that Thank you, Kay. Very inspiring to take something as difficult as this and have it bring more closeness. So thank you so much Mm -hmm. for being here, Kay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a a beautiful day. And, oh, Bill, thank you so much for all of your wisdom. And you might want to give an EBT uh, emotional brain tip of the week to our listeners as we close. Anything you'd like to say? Sure. I just wanted to uh, uh, resurrect the uh, one, two, three, connect. Uh, getting to getting to brain state one is one, and then two is coal. Like we were talking about making uh, 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 coal into diamonds, which is um, being curious about the other person, open, aware, and loving. Uh, that acronym can help. It helps me remember to want to use the one, two, three, connect, and then collect the joy point. <laughs> that's Beautiful. That's, that's the tip. Beautiful. And thank you so much for being here. And all, you can go to ebt.org and Bill has a, 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 an upcoming intensive where you can take 30 minutes a day and be in a small group with him, male or female. There's a, it's all combined. And even if you're completely new to EBT, it's a wonderful way. And he also has a group and coaching. So definitely connect with Bill Morey. This is Dr. Laurel Mellon. And thank you so much for being here. I'm the host of Brain Power, Real People, Real Solutions on Voice America. Thank you for listening and appreciate that this is a time of the emotional brain. If you reset your skills in stress so that you can connect your emotional brain, we can all go forward and help ourselves, help our country, and also help save the planet. And that's what we're going to be doing in the coming years, and why not start now? So thank you so much for being part of of unlocking your brain's amazing power for a life of health, happiness, and power. Thank you for listening. See you next time. This is Dr. Laurel Mellon. Again, Be careful to connect to the deepest part of yourself and find paradise inside. Thanks again for listening. 
Thank you again for listening to Brain Power this week. Please join your host, Dr. Laurel Mellon, again next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And don't forget to catch our weekly replays on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 